This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. Justin, listen, we're trying to record the podcast bits. You've now just crashed into the introduction. Can you please follow orders and get us a a breakfast from uh, the insane clown? Listen, I'm outside now. I keep on going back to the original answer. I was trying to give Kelly. What do you guys want? That's a question, not an answer. What do they do? What do they do? They, they do they do uh, sausage and egg muffins. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. Yeah and, yeah, and some hash browns. Thank you. For everyone, and chips. They don't do chips. All right, fine. What, hash browns, then. Just get loads of food, yeah? Hey, you just cra- you. crashed the podcast intro. Thanks, Giza. Look, look, I'm getting the food. Sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry about this. That's okay, I accept your apology. I'm in here now, it's packed, alright? Alright, thank you, bye then. A lot of people look Be quick, be be quick, so I'm going to Birmingham. Yeah, shut up, bye. Anyway, welcome, welcome to the podcast. How are you all? Answers on a postcard, please, addressed to 34 Don't Care Avenue, Wits End, P-O-O-0-F-F. What does that mean? Poo off. This week we got serious. Here's the Ev. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. What we got? Um, an odd text. Oh! I mean, I think it's odd, but maybe I'm being unfair and maybe I'm misunderstanding. Go on, then. Tony from Chertsey, near Berkhamstead. Yes. Um, it seems to me that the recent controversy surrounding celebrities is not well-founded. After all, nobody what? was physically hurt. I think there may be a bit of bandwagon hopping onto by the quote-unquote victims. Well, well, no one was hurt. What about the people that were, were raped? Yeah, that that That'd that be quite hurts. painful, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Emotionally and physically. And, and ruins lives. Tony, give us a call. Can we give a... Cons- yeah, because I don't know what you mean. Tony, give him a call see if he wants to come on, because I don't quite understand that. The, reason, to- the reason we're talking about this is these yeah. masks that are apparently... Um, Flying off the shelves. Well, we don't know whether they're selling at all. That's the point, isn't it? Well, 800 you... people have bought um, uh, Rolf Harris masks. You can also get Jimmy Savile, Gary Glitter, Stuart Hall, Max Clifford and DLT. Yeah, but they're mostly going for Rolf. Maybe there's some sort of convention. The thing about Rolf is he is still very popular and uh, people have a, uh, still have a sympathy for Rolf Harris. They, they still have a sympathy. I, I remember uh, on, on another radio show, we uh, uh, spoke to a woman who still had a picture of Rolf Harris by her bed, and if he came out of prison and did a concert, she would happily go and see him. Part of me would go and see a Gary Glitter concert. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Ugh. He's vile. Oh, he's a, he's a horrible, horrible man. But I always thought he was vile. I know it's, people say that, but I always thought he was vile. Part of me would go. Oof. Isn't that weird? Yes. Uh, we got Tony who sent that text. Good morning, Tony. Oh, good morning, Tony, we, we, get, but clarify your point, because it's, it's not always um, easy to get a point across on, on, on a text. Mm, absolutely. I didn't know that anybody had actually been raped. What, but, what by, by Jimmy Savile? Well, or any of them. Jimmy Savile, Max Clifford, uh, Stuart Hall convicted rapists? Yes, I say, I didn't think there was rapes. I thought they were um, uh, fumblings, feelings, that sort of thing, but no actual rape. No, they, 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 uh, they sexually abuse people. Even if it was just fumblings and feelings against children, mm. that's all right, is it? Well, it's, it's clearly not all right, but um, you know, I was trying to draw this distinction between physical hurt and, uh, and something else, and also... This thing about, I think, some of the victims have, or so-called victims, have um, wanted to publicise their state 
for other reasons than necessarily. You think uh, they're doing it for money? Hurt. Possibly. Yeah, yeah. But but if you're a thirteen-year-old kid and you get touched up by Jimmy Savile, let's just say, even though there was sexual abuse as well, but let's just say it was just just a little fumble. That is, um, that can be very traumatic, can't it? Well, I don't know. I, I, well, just ever... well, what, what, what do you think, Tony? You're a 13 year old child. You get touched up by um, a, a big celebrity, and you do, you're not allowed to tell anyone about it. Do you not think that would be traumatic? Well, um, not not in the strict terms of the of the word trauma, um, but I certainly feel that. Um, really? So, what? An old man you look up to sticks his tongue down your throat, and that's fine. Uh, well, you probably wouldn't know that there's anything particularly wrong with oh, I that. Think you, you know, would. But it, well, it's sort of learned behaviour, I think, or it's learned... Uh, trauma. A trauma. Here's a definition. A deeply yeah. distressing or disturbing experience. So, having your genitals fondled against your will by an old man, uh, th- that would not be a deeply distressing or disturbing experience. But would it, so would it be um, uh, against your will? You know, because you, you, your thoughts are not well... Uh, are not clear of that sort of well, okay. thing. OK, yeah, exactly. Your thoughts are not clear, so you don't know... You don't necessarily know what, what that you can say no, that you want to stop this behaviour. Well, I think if you did want to stop it, you could say no. No, you can't. If you're a... Thir- tr- trust me, if you're a 13-year-old kid... Uh, <laughs> sorry? Yeah, all right, go on. Yeah, I don't on. know why, what, what was funny. What did I say that was funny? Well, trust me. Right, OK. Why, why is that funny? Um, well, you're not a 13-year-old kid anymore, Ian. No, I was an 8-year-old kid when my scoutmaster made me jump around completely naked. Trust me, uh, it was a thoroughly unpleasant, distressing, traumatic experience. Describe exactly why. Excuse me? Describe exactly why. Why? Why you found it a... uh, uh, Because I was made to do something with my body against my will. Were you that worried at the time? Can yes, I was. That? Yeah, it made me feel it made me feel shameful uh, and disgusted, and I didn't tell my parents about it because I was so full of shame. Okay, I may rethink my position. I, I, I suggest you do, Tony, because I suggest okay. that there'll be lots of people listening to this who will be surprised that that you could be questioning the fact that a child could be traumatized by being touched up or made to do something against their will. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, Ian. Thank you, Tony. All right, Ian. Did you get? No. Not playing the game now. Can't play the game after a call like that. That was fair. That was fair. That was fair. Stop it. Be serious. This isn't. Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. It's not just me here, though. Look through there. There's Kelly Betts. Hello. And that's Catherine Boyle. Word. What? Word to your mother. One. So we can do. We we can do this if we tread delicately. Okay. When we were growing up, our parents all had nicknames for our our, our bits downstairs. Okay. My mum used to call mine a tassel. Uh, what did your mum call yours? And Catherine, uh, uh, it begs the question: What did your mum call your bit? It led to a lot of confusion when we moved down south. Put it that way. Yeah. So to speak. <laughs> <laughs> because. Um, I think it's a northern thing. Yeah. I'm hoping it's a northern thing. Yep. I had a willy. There we go. <laughs> that answers so many questions, doesn't and, it? And a boy would have a widgie. There we go. OK. Wow. We can do this as long as we remember we've got young ears listening and we tread delicately, OK? 08459 555. My daughter um, was in tears the other day laughing at something in a restaurant. Oh, yeah? There was a door marked private. 
My, when I, I've, I've said this before, when I, t- I was, I was uh, educating my young boys on uh, country music, and as soon as they found out there was a gentleman by the name of Willie Nelson, oh, <laughs> conversation over. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five and Christmas cards, don't they suck? Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. I should write some, but it's such a chore. Um, and that's really not what the spirit's about, is it? Kelly, you yeah. are, um, by default, the uh, voice of youth on this show, despite the fact yeah. you're almost older than both of us uh, put together. You, you, don't, you, you guys don't send Christmas cards, do you? No. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Texts. I send it to my nan, because she likes the words, and to my mum... Oh, what, the actual, the poetry words in the card? Yeah, they love it. The the poetry words that you write or things that you've bought and said, yeah, "Yeah, fair enough, that's pretty much it. No, they like a card that that fits how they feel. Seasonal time of year. um, No, it's it's got to to be something like the mum Do you write it yourself? um, I add my own words Uh, in there, which are sometimes better than what, you know, Clinton's or other companies offer. Always better, surely. How I normally write, make my mum cry with the words that I write. Oh, yeah, my mum... Oh, I can make my mum cry with, with a card. Yeah, but Easy. yours is offensive. Yeah, I know, exactly. Wish you weren't my mum! I hate you! And you're not going to see Neil Diamond. Oh, don't bring that up. How can... Um, are this, Does Clinton still exist? How can a high street card shop make any money whatsoever? We all go Funky Pigeon, don't we? FunkyPigeon.com. Or Moonpig. Moonpig.com. Other... Sites like that. I'm there are available. Oh, there's are. a really rude one that I quite like. Yeah. Yeah. Funkypigeon.com. Moonpig.com. I'll send you some cards from it because um, it's um, it's a it's a sort of place where I could send you a card from it. I could send you a card from it. But oh, if I send one to my grand, I'd be out of the will. Hey, really? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, blimey. They say what you mean, though. Yeah. Oh. Don't bother. I won't read it. Yeah. I mean, it's just that Christmas cards suck. Uh, and how can how can a high street? Uh, maybe they've all closed down. I thought I thought Clintons had closed down. No, they're still really popular. With whom? Lots of people. And I think I'm only just learning how to use the word "whom" in its correct context. What do you think? Well, it, it behoves me to at least attempt it. <laughs> Seriously, though, whenever I go to a card shop, it they behooves are rammed. me. With what cards? People. <laughs> People buying cards. Kath, I, I, after two years, I feel I should tell you. When you show me things on that screen, it's too far away for me to see. I still, again, I can't, I can't read that, my love. Okay. So thank you. I'm sure it was great. Kelly, you read was it a rude card? Yeah. Oh, that's well, funny. It's offensive. Well, I'm not going to put a swear word up in my house, am I? My you boys can read put it up in your house now. anyway. I know what happens to cards. They end up in your bag and then they end up in the bin. Yeah, they end up in the bag. Sometimes I keep them, depending who they're from. Mm. Oh, for goodness Like sake. grandparents, because... They're not going to be around for as long as you. Well, it means that's, that's less cards to, to receive. No, but so Great. it'd be nice to look back and be like, oh, do you remember when they were here and they got me that? That was nice. Do you when they were here and they just bought a card at random ha- that meant no, nothing to them? it's like their handwriting. It's like nice memory of them. And what are these cards? Um, so you buy a, car, a box of cards for, like, a fiver. 50 pence of this will be donated to 36 local charities. Mm. Hang on, let me do the math. So that 36 local charities are going to get yeah, like a third of a penny. you have just made up that yeah. number. Normally yeah. it's just one. Plus it's, it's, it's 3% of something they wouldn't have got before. So. No, but it's loads of them are for like loads of charities. You, get, you, get, you can buy... Excuse me, I'm not I'm speaking. You can buy a box of cards and it, it will be spread among 50 charities. I thought, oh, I made a massive mistake. <laughs> Here we go. She's going to say something rude about oh, me. She's going to say something. It is the season to be tight. 
Oh, I thought it'd be better than Spend that. Spend some money. I thought it was, was going a really good one there. Yeah, it really wasn't. Take, take the wallet out. Let the, let the moths go free. Hey, listen, stop I saw... Whoa! Hey, stop that right now. How dare you call me a miser when yesterday I sent an email to you, um, Kelly Betts and um, Justin, the core... I'm going to get in trouble with everyone else. The, the people I like on this team. Thanks. What did that, apart from Kelly and Justin and Catherine, what did that email say? Do you want to go for Nando's for Christmas? On me. On, on him. Literally on me. Yeah, no. that's why I hesitate. Peri peri sauce all over my nipples. I said yes with my mouth. What do you want me to do? Why do I need to write to you when I'm sitting no, next to no. you? No, well, you're, you're accusing me of being tight and I'm taking you all for some peri peri chicken. And he paid for breakfast yesterday. Yeah, exactly. So how dare you call me tight? Retract. 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 Tight. I, I'm Catherine Boyle, and I'd like to retract everything I said about Ian being tight because he's not. He's going to take me for a Nando's. Well done, Kath. That was really big of you. That was big that. of you, Kath. Well where, done. Where it, takes, it, takes, it takes a lot, Catherine, to be able to apologise live on air, so well done. Sorry? Oh, and I think Ian's the fabulous, fabulous boss ever. And if I could reach around there and give him a hug, I would. I think he's. I think he's boss, and he's not bobbins at all. Thank you, Catherine. Oh, Kath. Kath, that's, that's so nice. It's so sweet, Catherine. You guys. Oh, Catherine. What else do you have to say to Ian? Kath? I think you're fan dabby dorsey, and I think you're ace. And Kelly, I think you're fab as well. Oh, thanks, babes. Thank you, Catherine. Thanks. <clears throat> what did your mum used to call your bits? And we are treading very, very carefully around this. We have young ears and Ofcom listening. And I'm glad that we put enough space in between the last item yeah. and this. Yes, yes, okay? yes. So let's all... All right, I'm going in on the text. Morning, Ian, Kelly and Kath. Cover your oh, ears. Hi. My willy was called a dinkle. Kind of weird thinking back on it now. Love you all. Adam from Aylesbury. Yeah. <laughs> My mum used to call it Willykin, says Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this happening? Uh, We've got Pimmel. A what? Victoria says it's the Pimmel in our house. Is you're on Twitter. What, which gender is that? <laughs> um, Adam says whistle. Considering what one does to a whistle, in retrospect, it seems ill-advised. Oh, dear. Simon says Winky. David says Percy. Um, uh, Michael says... <laughs> Mum would say... Call it the curse of the men in our family and then she'd wiggle her little finger. Oh, dear. Really? <laughs> well, I says, well, I think we're treading on this, uh, treading I around I think we're being this. sensitive. Well, I think uh, we need to do a late-night show. Yeah, I think we definitely do. Can we do a late-night show? Can we do this show over Christmas on a late-night one night? Guys? You can. Oh. Oh, wait, four, five, nine, four. Probably best if we do these on the text, actually. Eight, one, three, double, three. Start your text, three, CL. We will tread uh, as delicately as we can. I don't think this is related. I hope not. Peter Warmer-Green says, play Jules Holland, hop the wag. What? what? Peter, what, 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 did Peter text us? I think he's meaning to send that to one of his other radio stations. Oh, dearie, Heart. dearie. Heart. Hey, guess who's coming on the show next week, guys? Brian. Pern. Oh. You know him from the 80s, say, he was a singer. He's coming on next week on this show. What did he say? When you're listening to this podcast, it might be this week or it may have been last week. Well, last year. Mm-hmm. What? This stuff did doesn't degrade. He sing. Sing some songs about um, being uh, in a prog rock band. Yeah. Moved on, didn't he? What? There's a documentary about him next week, and he's coming on the show to talk about it. But what did he actually sing? It doesn't matter. Oh, give me a, a line from a song. I'll give you that. Oh. Sometimes in life we reach our peak. It can happen to all of us. It happens to the best of us. It happened to me and us this week. We came up with our best ever phone-in. I don't like this we. I came up with this best ever phone-in. What was it? 
missing extremities. What have you not got? Yeah. I came up with that. I take full responsibility, nay credit for this. Go on then. Oh, no badinage? Well, I mean, they all, everyone who's anyone knows that all the ideas are mine, but I'm willing to let well, you take Was it, it your idea for me to do that? Was it? That was my idea to raise that finger. There's no need for that. Here's how it went down. Uh, it's sad about Whitney Houston, isn't it? It's is quite sad. Who's it, who else is it sad about? I don't know if it's sad about Michael Jackson. Yeah. I don't know if it's sad it's about... It's always sad. I don't know if it's sad about Michael Jackson. It's not always sad. It is. It's not always sad. It's always sad when someone dies of something other than um, old age. Uh, Hitler? All right, apart from Hitler. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there are... Not, it's not always sad. Uh, Although you... he could have been brought to book for his crimes. Uh, so you're saying it was sad that Hitler could, died? Could have, yeah. So Whitney Houston, it was sad. Because uh, of the lack of vengeance. It wasn't sad for Michael Jackson. Yeah, it was. It was sad for George Harrison. Yeah. Oh, lovely George. Who he... wasn't it sad for as well? Um... Saddam Hussein? Well, I, I think we should maybe stick with pop stars okay. before entering the world of... Uh... Well, you brought Hitler into this. John! Yes? Who wasn't it sad for? Sorry? Who wasn't it sad for? No, I, I'm funny about the lost, li- uh, lost uh, finger. Oh, go on, you've lost, sorry, you've lost an extremity, have you? Yes, in 1992 I was busy on a machine and uh, somebody turned electricity on and... My ring finger was like a piece of beef jerky. Oi! <laughs> Whoa! Now, John, what, at, what, at what point did you realise what was happening? Well, in South Africa, you've got a, uh, a person that carries your tools with you, and yes. he knocked my hand off the machine. Oof. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been here today. It was 550 volts. Flipping it. Uh, uh, did you lose the finger? Well, it was, it was badly burned, it's oh. like cremated, so they uh, had to amputate it. Did you? I've got to ask, John. I recently trapped my finger in a car door and I had a black fingernail. I loved it. Catherine hated it. Did your f- entire finger go black? Well, it was, like a, it was like a piece of beef jerky. The doctor, when I went to see the doctor that day, he took a scalp and sliced it off like a slice of... John, thank you very much indeed. Good morning. Happy breakfast, everyone. Here we go. This is this is it. The show magic is just starting now at six forty-three. Thank you to John. BBC Three Counties Radio. Justin. Wow, that is cold out here today, boss. So what? I'm just saying. Well, no, I don't care. Well, I'm just saying, okay. Oh, I don't care though, mate. It's <laughs> your it's, it's your job. You get, you get paid handsomely for this. Well, not handsomely. Have you put a coat on? Have you still out there in your posh jacket? No, I've got a posh jacket. I've got a posh coat and a posh scarf and some posh gloves. The thing about your posh coat, mm. really smart coat. Yeah, not warm enough, mate. No, I know. You've I gone know. for style over here. You know what I mean, Kat? Style over substance. It's yeah. a nice coat. Mm-hmm. Look, did he look good today when he came in? He looks sharp. Genu- genuinely look brilliant. Thank you. Uh, but that coat is not going to protect him out there. You're a <laughs> mum. Tell him what you should be doing. You should definitely. Did you put it on before you went out? What's that? Your coat. Uh, uh, yes, I did, yeah. Right, now you wait till you're out the door and then you put your coat on. You won't on feel the benefit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. That's you want something true. thicker, probably waterproof. I know it's not a fashion parade, what? Justin. Waterproof? Oh, imagine Justin a waterproof. <laughs> come on, guys, come on. <laughs> Here's what my uh, my dad used to do. I think I mentioned this before when he was a kid. Is uh, My nanny Peg would cook him a jacket potato 
and then uh, he would put it in his pocket to act as like a, um, a hot water bottle. It would keep him warm all through the morning on his way to school and at school. Then he'd eat it for lunch. <laughs> Isn't that, uh, that's, that's, that's in the 1950s, that 60s. That is a great vibe. There's a good vibe, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I like that. Justin, stay there. We're asking, have you ever lost an extremity? Um, Bit of your body, ever lost a finger or...? Fallen off uh, or been cut off? Uh, no, I, I once had, uh, I think it was a green line fracture, and I turned into the, the Incredible Hulk what? for a week. Yeah. Hang on a minute. There's a, gr- a green line fracture? Is that what they're called? I don't know, because it sounds like you've made that... There's, there is a thing where you can you turn green? Yeah. OK, well, we're asking, when have you turned different colours? <laughs> so, obviously, if you've got the, the old jaundice, you yeah. turn yellow. Really yep. dirty, a mustard yellow. And you, there is a disease that you had that turned you green. It's not a disease. What I did, I, I was pretending that I was a monkey many, many years ago um. and I, I was swinging from, from the stairs at home and I jumped down and I broke my arm so that they, they put it into like a, a cast for a week or so. Uh, they then took that off and my arm, the whole of my arm was green mm. and I swear it was called a green line fracture but wow. what really hurt me was that I missed the cup final. The Cubs uh. cup final, I was the star striker, wow. sweet left foot, in swinging balls, I missed Sorry? the what? final. Oh, this is this is the best thing we've ever done, right? Aidan has, has emailed in. I have no reason to doubt this. Dear Ian, my auntie Jean sneezed so hard that her eyebrows flew off. <laughs> <laughs> I kid thee not. It was the funniest thing ever. It happened in Ireland when I was twenty-two. <laughs> Just when you think you knows someone. <laughs> Oh, yeah, this happens. I don't believe this story. But have a listen, and um, why don't you uh, make up your own mind as to whether you believe this story. Robbie? Yes? It says on my screen what you're going to say to me. Yes. If this is true, then this knocks uh, uh, Auntie Jean's eyebrows into a cocked hat. What happened? So, uh, my grandfather, it was, it was during the Second World War, he was what was called a Bevan boy which meant that he, he went down the mine instead yeah. of going to, to war. And um, he was he was down the mines, and um, there was two cave-ins on one day, basically because the whole thing was fairly unstable, and so they, they, they got everyone out. And as he was coming out, he was pushing a cart, and there was another kind of cave-in, and a beam came down um, right on the bridge of his nose and knocked his nose clean off his face. What? Yes. Well, sliced it off. Like, sliced the whole thing off. Youch! And so, he, um, what, what he kind of rather nonchalantly did was pick, picked his nose up, put it in his pocket, um, <laughs> got, got out of the mine, um, and it was only about, he, went, he basically got himself sort of, kind of, checked himself in and all that sort of stuff when he got up to the surface and then went to the hospital and they, they kind of, Sewed it back on. Now, now, oh, now. Come on, this is the thing that granddads tell grandchildren. Exactly. They can't, they can't sew a nose back on. They can. Do you believe. I don't want to speak. I'm assuming your granddad's no longer with us, and I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but um, are you no, sure he wasn't, he wasn't bullshining you? Is he still alive? Yeah. Oh, good for him. But, Robbie, before you go, yes. how does your granddad smell? Um, rather bad. Thank you very much indeed, ladies and gentlemen. I was hoping he would. And he did. If that made you cringe, then you are going to love this. Good morning, Adrian. Uh, good, good morning there. What have you got for us? <laughs> what, what haven't you um, got for us? About six months ago, after returning home from a shopping trip, yeah. 
Um, obviously, my wife took uh, our little girl through a few shopping bags. Yeah, beautiful. So, you know what I mean? I'm the man I, I load up with him. Tough guy, so, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, grabbed hold of the boot with my left hand, and as I pulled it down, my index finger got caught in the boot locking mechanism of the car. Oh, mate. As well as my middle finger. Oh, mate. Unfortunately, this will make you go. Unfortunately, ours is one of the cars which has got the keyless entry oh. and keyless start. Yeah. Which was in my wife's handbag in the kitchen. Oh, what a silly woman! So I could not open the boot. So you had two fingers locked in the boot. One of them was caught in the locking me- oh, mechanism. Oh, actually in the little clip bit that... Oh, flipping heck! So I'm dropping the bags, I'm on the drive shouting my wife in order to come and open the car... She comes running out to find out what the problem is. Then she realises she's got to go all the way back in the house <laughs> to get a handbag to come and get the car unlocked. Oh, mate. Um, I've had my index finger uh, amputated and my nail on my middle finger is grown back, but it's wobbly. It's it, just it comes back a funny shape, doesn't it? Because I've lost a nail in the past and they come back like really weird shapes. Yeah, it's like all... Pity, if that makes sense. It's all what? All pity. Like, uh, you uh, said pity. Okay, yes. I, I, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I thought you said... T- anyway, uh, so you, w- have you lost the whole of... Peter Pointer is the index finger, isn't it? Or is it the ring finger? No, the index finger. It, next, to the, next to the thumb on my left hand. Okay, right. So Peter Pointer. Uh, and... D- did you, um, did, did, did you... Is it all gone completely? Or, or just, like, one knuckle? Or, or, or is there any no, no. left? No, it's all gone right down to the bottom. Flippin' heck. Peachy portions, you want to say anything? Do you ever forget, David, and try and do things with it? You'll be surprised how many times I don't indicate. <laughs> oh, because you flick, you go to flick the, the stick yeah. and it's, there's no finger! <laughs> I was talking here about a friend of mine who can no longer sweep carrots off his uh, chopping board because his two end fingers have gone. Do you, yeah. do you point at things with it? I try to. Brilliant. <laughs> Because it's, it's only like six months, I'm, I'm still thinking it's there. Yeah. It's weird. But David, like, would you do me a favour? Yeah. And I, if this is too traumatic, then just say, could we go back to that moment when your fingers are stuck in the boot of the car and you're screaming for your wife? Could you, could you reconstruct that for us? Oh, not really. I'm laughing at it now, but it was uh, it was very, very painful at the time. We've, 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 I, think, I feel we've literally and metaphorically touched a nerve. David, thank you very much indeed. Here's a text on testicles. A testicles. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, guys, for that bit. I wrote that about three years ago. Yeah. We used to have a feature on a programme worked on before, which was called... It was the bit where we read the texts out, and it mm. was called The Text Tickle. Guys, can I just say, don't fight over texticles, OK? Right? No, 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 no. I'm, pra- I'm praising her. I didn't realise that she Don't appraise her. We've got great, great That's my minds. job as the boss. Great minds. Catherine Boyle, I believe you have a message for, uh, for us out uh, here. Adam has sent us a message via the medium of text. Good morning, Adam. Good morning. I once was doing tricks on my BMX in some woods and caught my private parts on the handlebars. I lost one of them, shall I say. Handlebar? No. Ah. Spoky dogs? No. Not a testicle. What, just come flying off? Well, no, I don't think it was quite like that. <laughs> Can we just settle Great. this once and for all? Right, the plural of text is Texas. Would you think it's texts? So if you get lots of texts in, we, then they are Texas. Texas. Hang on, you just said it. Yeah, exactly, Texas. If you've got no, lots you... of texts, then they're, they're Texas. Yeah. So, well, I'm going to read the texts. I don't think so. I'm going to read the Texas. We experimented with time travel. This bit is the future, the past, and if you're listening now, it's the present. All in one fine spot. 
it's gone. Kevin is on the line. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, Ian. First time to call up, podcast listener. That's, that's correct, that's correct. Good to have you on board, boss. What can we do for you? Just wanted to come up, it feels like back to the future, because I'm always a week behind. Oh, so I, I just wanted to know what you're talking about this week before I listen to it next week. Okay, well, that's a complicated question. I can't remember what's going to be in the pod. Uh, Well, I think we can safely say things that have been fallen off or shot off or blown off. (laughs) Things that have blown off. Come on, Catherine, you can do better than that. That guy's been blew off. (laughs) We're up bits of extremities of bodies that have have dropped off. uh, Your body changing colour. Okay. What we need... uh, And what's, what's the beef with brand? What's the that's, only Wednesday. That's not in the podcast yet, though. No, what we, we need to do, some offerings. what we need to do is we need to come up with something so that Kevin can answer it now, but we won't ask it until next week. No. Will that work? Yeah. OK. Ooh. Yeah, OK. So in next week's show, Kevin, and we'll yes. play this in, we'll play this in next Wednesday, and you'll okay. then make that... This podcast, you'll be in this podcast, but you'll also be in next podcast. There we go. The first time that one person has appeared twice in two different podcasts with exactly the same thing, okay? So, the question next Wednesday will be... um, Kath, any ideas? What if you cut your mouth on? Uh, Ever cut your mouth, Kev? Uh, yes, I have. Oh, what, what did you cut your mouth on? Uh, trying to open a bottle of beer with my teeth. Oh, you maniac. It, it, Tough it went guy. a bit wrong. Yeah, of course it would. Yeah. We all know you put it at the edge of a table and whack it down. I was showing off. Oh, but what made you think that was even humanly possible? Only Jaws from the James Bond movies can do that. Maybe I just watched it, yeah. Yeah, I, I messed up. What can I say? Were you trying to impress girls or men? Uh, I think it was the boys. Yeah. I think I was trying, yeah, yeah. Seemed like a good idea at the time. Kevin, what are you normally doing when you listen to the podcast? Uh, I'm driving on the M25 to and from work. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, Kevin, this right, so this bit will be in this week's podcast, but it will be played out next Wednesday on the show and be in next week's podcast as well. Crystal. Excellent okay, stuff, it. indeed. Thank you very much, indeed. We're time travelling. Um, what? Yeah. Uh, why? We've crossed the streams. Why are we playing we're, it we're, twice? We're playing with time. Because then, so then next Wednesday, that's going to be the phone in. Oh, I okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Will you remember? Yeah, of course I will. I remember everything, Kerry. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Because you don't remember that phoning that we were going to do about when you were younger. What did you do when you were younger? We didn't. Well, well your, we're kind of doing that today. It's your responsibility to remind me of those things. I'm a very busy man. I've got a head full of fudge. Dunk. What? I so said we're kind of doing that today. I wasn't. No, I wasn't, that I wasn't talking to you. I was you to look into her. I know, but you should be talking to me because I'm. I'm trying to bail you out. Well, have we got any taxes? No. Oh. Uh, yes, OK. Uh, Marco and St Albans, they put food colouring in the water and ask you to call in when your tap water is a different colour. Eight people called them. That's not, that's not how it's done. This is the thing. Apparently the, your tap water has been through eight different people, right? Is a, is, I know it gets cleaned and stuff, but is a bit of their DNA in my mouth? Have I got eight people's DNA in my mouth? Yeah, probably. And is there any water on this planet that's never passed through a human being? Colin? Yes. Thanks very much for calling. Chris in Milton Keynes says, I think the consensus is that at least some of the water you drink in every glass has been urinated by dinosaurs. 
There's a stat from from uh, Chris and Milton Keynes. If only... Um, uh, OK, thank you, Colin, for answering that question. So there is water on the planet that's never been drunk by somebody. Uh, if anybody knows where that water is, 08459 555. Does Colin know? Colin, do you know where that water is? Colin? Yes. Thank you very much indeed for calling. 08459 555. If you can tell us where that water is, please, that would be... Um, could Colin tell us? Could you tell us, Colin? Yeah. Thank you very much for calling. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. So Colin could tell us where that water is that's never passed through a human being. Could you? Could you, Colin? Yes. Thank you very much indeed. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. So that's yeses all round from Colin. Could you say yes? And could you give us the answer? Do you think they will, Colin? No. Thank you very much indeed. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Hey, tell you who's a lucky man. Me. David's a lucky man. David, who? On the texts. Hey up, Dave. My girlfriend can open a bottle of beer with her teeth. Oh, she doesn't even <laughs> like it. I wonder where that was going. Very handy, though. She's a keeper. What a classy, classy woman she is, David. I bet she really is um, um, uh, a, a, a beauty. A beauty. Imagine that. Your, your, your girlfriend. I'd love to be able to do something like that, just to shock. I'd like to be able to light a match on my stubble. Yeah. Is that ever possible? Because they do it in films. That's Colin. Colin, can people actually light uh, matches with their stubble? Don't know. Okay, thank oh. you very much indeed. Found oh, a hole in his knowledge. Five, Four double five, 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 double five, five. If that can be done. Cowboys was doing it all the time. Cowboys was. In it. Said no recourse, though, did they? They'd very. I mean, it was a lawless uh, territory out there. Yeah. Really was lawless. OK, so it's uh, George Osborne's autumn statement later on today. In the last five minutes of the show, give us a call. What would you like to see in it? 08459 455. What would you like to see? Some radio stations are actually doing that. Now. Like a wish list, a money wish list. I would like uh, to pay less tax, and I would like inheritance tax to be gone, and um, stamp duty to go up. Do you think I've it's going to happen? What? Ask Colin. Colin, do you think it'll happen? No. There we go, you see. That's that sorted, isn't it? Colin, would you have a baby at home? Uh... Thank you very much indeed. 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. If you'd like to uh, give us a call. Colin, would you like to give us a call? I'd love to give you a call. Thanks. Oh, wait, 455 That's the phone number, Colin, if you'd like to give us a call. If you want to put a question to Colin as well, you've got uh, four minutes to give us a call. What's that phone number, Peachy Portions? Oh, eight four five nine four double five five double five. I worked out how to play, um, uh, and I, I play it brilliantly. I worked this out. I was play- we were doing a piano disco for the boy, my, my youngest boy. Why are you laughing? Because you know this is actually brilliant, don't you? I can't believe you're going to play it out. Why not? Well, because uh... it's brilliant, right? The boy said, "The boy says, can you play? Right, what do you want to play? Bearing in mind, I can only play monkey songs." He says, "Can you play Frozen?" Oh, flipping it! Can I play Frozen? Yeah, turns out I can. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Listen to this. This is awesome. Okay, you go and sit on the sofa. Let it go. Yeah. Nice. I don't know any more of the words. I can play it. Well done, mate. It's the powerful bow, bit. Bow, bow, bow. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> you just sat there and you just, you just played it. Yeah. The music came from your fingertips. I'm whistling now. Feeling cocky. And you can whistle. Is it? Look, the ending. <laughs> 
Wow. I wonder if Colin liked that. I think I'm good. It's lunchtime. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much indeed. It's lunchtime. Little so-and-so. I was genuinely... I was like a three-year-old Chinese kid. I was brilliant at the piano. It just... It, it, it just was, came It naturally. was just flowing through me. I'm like um, the results of a tiger mum. My mum couldn't have been anything less like a tiger. Apart from when she bit me to stop me biting uh, my sister and, uh, and cats. I wonder if Colin can play the piano. Colin, can you play the piano? No, I can't. OK, thank you very much indeed. Well, maybe you could learn. You think you're so big. You think you're Mr Know-It-All. Well, you can't play Let It Go on the Piano. I can. Who's the loser? You's the loser. It's lunchtime. What are you doing? I don't think I exist anymore. You've disappeared up your own a-hole. <laughs> Good a-hole, though. I'll give you different um, options for that you can use. You've disappeared up your own bum hole. Oh. You've, dis- you've disappeared in your own belly button. You've disappeared up your own spout brain. You'll be able to use one of those, Kels. I'm going to use all of them and leave it straight in. I'm an impressionist in my spare time. Here are some of my great impressions. <laughs> the lost city of Atlantis. I'm Terry Wogan, and uh, this is Alan Dedicott in the voice of the balls. Um, Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do an impression of someone who's not a massive div? Um, no, it turns out you can't. No, I can't, boss, because I'm Catherine Boyle and I'm the biggest div in the planet. He comes out, boys. Oh, blimey. Oh, I, oh, I geese. My name's Kelly Bits and I'm a cockney in it. And I'm so wicked. What, your band hasn't got a recording contract? Then come and play on my radio show. In it. Here's more Ev. The river gives us life. Gives us life. It is the life juice from Mother Earth. It's nice, the Bedford River. There's a lovely song there. From Lenny Marlin. What? I can do Terry Wogan. Go on. Do it then. I just did. Oh, OK. Do it again. Oh, it was a lovely song there. Oh, no. Coming oh. up, uh, Ellen Dedicott, the voice of the balls. No. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, didn't you, Lockers? I think that's a good one. You know what I'm doing here. I'm doing, yeah. I'm doing a Wogan. You're doing a Wogan. Hey. Common. Give me something to say in the style of Wogan and I'll say it. Well, you've got the menu. You can do that in the style of Wogan, <laughs> Coming up on the show today. <laughs> it's good, isn't it, Lockers? It's, it's borderline <laughs> offensive, what it is. Nurses on the beat in Bedfordshire. <laughs> Hospital misses a beat in Buckinghamshire. It gets harder when he says words I don't know what he said, I've never heard him say. Then Justin Dealey avoids getting beat <laughs> while getting the word on the street. I've got all Gordon Brown now <laughs> with his dancing feet. There's a lovely song there from Alan Dedicott. <laughs> the voice of the balls. <laughs> I can do Wogan! Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties the, Radio. Um, slightly feminine... You know you're on air. The slightly yep. feminine, confused... Pairs of headphones for one thing. The slightly confused, feminine northern voice you heard there was, wasn't Catherine Boyle's. <laughs> It's of a higher register. It's certainly not of Kelly Betts, as she's a Cockney. It's of Matthew Lockwood. Good morning to you, Matt. I'm just getting back into the swing of things on this programme. Good morning. He's not making eye contact. He's not making eye contact. 
Regular listeners will know that um, Matt is very detrimental to the show's output. And uh, last time he was on, someone texted in asking if he'd won a competition to come and be, <laughs> to come and hang out with us all morning. And though he's actually a, a professional, paid by your license fees, isn't that true, Matt? It is. Although it has to be said, he makes most of his money as an Alan Bennett impersonator. Yes, he does. Uh, you? We're not. Uh, the, we're <laughs> not. You all right? What was that? I just need to clear my throat. Go on then. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, uh, we're not. I noticed we're not doing the story this morning about your satellite dish. That's a shame. <laughs> we have the way this show works is we have a meeting every morning at about ten thirty that Kath takes and Tony Fisher is rude in, Ooh. and we um, people throw stories. They don't. Kath comes up with stories, but sometimes people throw stories in. And um, Matt's story was that he's got to move his. He might have to move his satellite dish three foot. And not just me. Many, many people. On one street, there Four. are 19 satellite dishes to move. Oh, good, mm. he's doing the story. OK, right. So you've got, to, you've got to move your satellite dish, otherwise you lose Sky Atlantic. Possibly. Wow. And he thought that you'd be interested in that. I mean, we all like Boardwalk Empire. It's amazing. I mean, it's a big story, this is. It's a great, it's a great story, Boardwalk Empire. No, it's fantastic. <laughs> there but are ten the... conservation areas in Watford. They've all had this survey, and all of them have to do I tell you what, maybe something. We, the, the, because of the unique way the BBC is funded by suckers, <laughs> uh, we can put this out to them. Are you interested in Matt's story about his sky dish being moved? Is it moving up or down, Matt? Well, it'll have to be moved up. By how much? about maybe one, maybe two metres, just below the roof line. At the moment, it's in the middle of the property, just above... If you're interested the, in Matt's uh, boring story about his Sky satellite dish, it's then do give boring. us a call, 0845... What? It's not boring. 08459 555. Did anyone call? No. No-one rang in? No-one no was interested apart from Matt, and he's only very He pitched interested. that in the meeting. Yeah, yeah, in front yeah. of management, in front of people. He thought people would be interested in the fact that he might lose Sky Atlantic. And, and then he was he was still talking about it in the office after. And then he was talking about it on the show. And now we're talking about it. Ah, oh, he Stop wins. Stop talking about Matt. it. Lockers was here on Thursday. Kelly asked him to write an inline for the pod clips he picked. What he actually did was write the first line of the <laughs> clip. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you went away... If you went away for a romantic weekend, would you still wear the PJs, boss? Yes. Oh, do you know why? No, so do you know wrong. why? Yeah. I like the mystery. I like the mystery of the PJs. <laughs> I don't want... I don't like... You know, I don't like naked women. Not oh, really? <laughs> I, like them, I like them clothed because I like the mystery. OK. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, you've taken this to the streets, Justin. Yeah. I'm sure everyone's agreed with me, so thanks very much for doing that. Yeah, I've been asking people this morning, do you wear pyjamas in bed? Some uh, very strong views on this one. Um, here's what the men had to say. How are you, sir? Fine, thank you, sir. Yeah, not bad. Do you wear gym jams in bed? No, I do not. <laughs> Why not? Because I'm a man. What's your advice to men listening to this right now who go to bed day in, day out, wearing pyjamas? Be a man. Paul, do you wear gym jams in bed? No. What do you think about men who do? Be honest. Bit weird, really. Uh, no, I don't. That's a very personal question. It's very personal. Why don't you wear pyjamas in bed? Because it's not sexy? Yeah, my boyfriend doesn't uh, like me wearing pyjamas. Morning, boss. What's your name? Brandon. Do you wear pyjamas in bed? Yes. Why? Because you're letting men down. Why are you doing that? Because it's more comfortable, I believe. Yeah, but you're not sexy, are you? No, I'm not. Do you not want to be sexy? Yeah, I do. So why are you wearing pyjamas? Because nobody else sees them. Well, you haven't got a girlfriend? No. OK, if you had a girlfriend, would you then drop the pyjamas? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you would. You would have to drop the pyjamas, wouldn't you? Just get them in the mood. So, you're from Sweden. Fantastic. Let's get the European view on this. Do you wear gym jams in bed? Pyjamas? 
No, I don't. Tell me why you don't. Because I don't find it comfortable. If you went to bed this evening wearing pyjamas, you wouldn't be the same Swedish man that you are, would you? No, I wouldn't. I tell you what, Just, I tell you what. I just had an insight into Matt that I don't need. Go on. No, 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 it's fine. I, um, last night I found this hidden away, and I'm going to get it out tonight, my wee willy winky. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to get my hat. wee willy winky out. Yeah, the little hat. And I love wearing a nightshirt. Yeah. I'm going to wear my nightshirt tonight and my wee willy winky. You go and do that, but uh, you won't be sexy. Just know that, all right? I'm going to take a picture and I'm going to send it to you, and you're going to want to come round and uh, kiss me all over, and I'm not going to let you. No, no Thank chance. You. Bye. No chance bye are the outwords that Matt provided for us. Thanks for your help there, Matt. Don't worry, though, he's not in this bit. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. You can judge. Oscar Wilde said you can judge a human being by what they used to call tag. I used to call it had. We would play had or he. We would play he. It was called he. Off ground he. Or um, um, uh, had or he, we would, we would call it. Catherine, what would you call tag? Tig. Kelly Betts, what would you call tag? Straight up tag. Straight up tag. Yeah, no messing, it was just tag. We, we was had or he in our school. We also had variations on it. Yeah, kiss chase. That wasn't tag. Pop, very, very much the game. Pop down tag, which was the easiest game ever. What was that? You just had to pop down and no one could get you. Like wow. musical bumps without music. We, did you have to sit on the floor or just crouch? Just crouch. We had um, off-ground here, of course, where I think if you were off-ground you couldn't be touched. Well, why would you go back on-ground then? We also had Hulk <laughs> yeah, He. Sorry? I was just laughing at my memories. We had um, Hulk He, where if you were tagged, you, were, you became the Hulk, which meant you had to move really slowly. Yeah, exactly. That's rubbish. Yeah. You're not going to catch anyone. Um, and we also had Stuck in the Mud. Stuck in the Mud. Yeah, yeah. we had that. And yeah. you had to, someone had to crawl through your legs to yeah, uh, untag un- you. you. Yeah. We don't talk about old games on this show, so you're not um, privy to this conversation. This is strictly, strictly entre nous. Uh, Who wants to play? Star Wars. Oh. Who, that one. No girls allowed. Yeah. In my club. We used to, who wants to play war, no girls allowed? And the other one, which was just violence, was anybody in the way gets a kick up the bum. And the line got bigger and bigger and fewer bums got kicked. We won the war in 1974. That's how bad our education was at our school. <laughs> we thought we'd won the war in 1974. Yeah, and remember what happened in 1976? Punk. Queen pulled down a mix. No, she did not do it, did she? She did something disgusting. Did she pull that. down? What did she do? The Queen pulled down a mix and did a anyway, what? Anyway, she did something and then said, yum, yum, it's better than Weetabix. The Queen did that? Was that in the papers? Should have been. Well, what do you do when you want to have a poo in an English country garden? Pull up a leaf and wipe your underneath. Well, we used to pull down our pants and suffocate the ants. <laughs> oh, yeah, we used to do that. That's what we used to do. Just think, there's literally nobody listening to this right now. We are wasting pure gold. They'll hear it in the podcast. <laughs> now, usually I don't do this, but, uh... Go ahead and break them off with a little previews of the remix. Here's a complaint. Ian Lee must go, says Facebook. Fed up with listening to his drivel every morning. Do we really need to listen to him going on and on about willies every morning? Wow, you haven't even mentioned a willie. This is an old one. It's from five months oh, right. ago. This morning takes the biscuit. He continually went on about his two boys weeing on each other and playing with each other's willies. Oh, 
<laughs> this is supposed to be a local radio station, which should mean talking to people with interesting and important facts about the area. <sighs> local does not mean talking about your children's disgusting habits. It's about time the BBC got rid of him. Why should our money be spent on employing this arrogant idiot? Rang the station this morning and made a formal complaint. Perhaps all you other disgruntled listeners should do the same. It's a pity I have to give one star, as he really doesn't deserve any. (laughs) You don't have to write anything. You don't have to listen. Thank you, You Derek. (laughs) You're not forced. Derek's still listening. He's the opposite of a complaint. Dr Watts is on the line. Good morning, Dr Watts. Hey, how are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. What are you a doctor doctor of? Oh, electronics, man. Love electronics. (laughs) You can't be a doctor of electronics! I know, I made it up. But look, listen, it's a quick call because I'm at work, all right? Oh, yeah, sneaky work call. Uh, uh, a certain amplification company that does guitar amps. Yeah. Uh, I've got to say, Derek, what an idiot. Idiot! This is the best programme in the whole <laughs> world ever. Do you work at Marshall? I can't say that, but maybe. Could you get, us, could you get me some Marshalls? No, I can't. Well, then what are you doing on here, Dr Watts? Look, I'm calling up to flip it and tell you how great you are. What more <laughs> do you want? <laughs> I want a free amplifier! Oh... I might be able to cobble you something up, but it'll look like, I don't know, a bit of wood thrown together. Who do knows? You, what do, you, do you actually make... Um, what no, the, I, what I, does that? Oh, yeah, I repair them. I, I look after the amps for okay. people. OK, you've got a young voice. You sound like 27. No, man, I'm the same age as you. I just got a cold. <laughs> Thank you, Dr Watts. <laughs> Thank you, bye. Call, call again. Sneaky work calls. We like sneaky work calls. We like sneaky work calls, Matt. You make me sick. Scott, Sorry? You make me sick. You keep playing these records and you never tell us the name. This Lost Island, who sang it? I don't know who sang it. You see, this is what I'm saying to you. You're nowhere near Wogan or any of the other DJs. You hey. don't know what you're talking about. There's uh, Teddy Wogan here and uh, we've got uh, Alan Dedicott, the voice of the balls. Yeah. And his Martin Luton map. We know you? who the balls are. Yeah, I'll give you balls in a minute. <laughs> Yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you, Matt, eh? Yeah, you'd like a bit of that. Yeah, you like a bit of Elton John. Yeah, hey, steady know, on, steady know. on. Matt, now listen, who's cooking yeah. the Christmas turkey this year at yours? Well, I am, yeah. Oh, blimey. Yeah, well, I'm is a ever... very good cooking. Is ever... <laughs> I love you, Matt, because you're so full of it. I love cooking, Ian. Love There's a difference between loving cooking and being good at it. I suggest, yeah, you probably do love cooking. Those, those microwave meals can be so tasty these days. Uh, yeah. But I, I bet you couldn't cook a proper turkey, mate. I'd cook anything, mate. Yeah, can you cook, can you cook this? I'll cook you whatever you want. Perfect. Yeah? As long as, can, can, as long as it's in a microwave thing. You know you've got to pierce the bags on those. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, you carry on taking the how's your what's the name exactly i will do matthew well, I'd, I'd love to get you on a cooking program i'll show you how to cook uh program. excuse me i was on i was on ready steady cook once yeah well that's another lot of crap yeah and guess and, and guess what yes i won it did you oh yeah but oh oh you want to get me on a cooking program well i've been on a cooking program matt and guess what i won it matt in your face did you go on come dine as well i went on come dine with me i lost that yeah. one catherine what'd you mention that for so you're making hummus I made my own hummus. Can you cook liver and bacon? Why would I want to cook liver and bacon? Proper liver and bacon. Maybe. In ten minutes? Well, no, I'm, I'm still be doing the Hang show on. in ten minutes, mate. That sounds like a speed challenge. Speed challenge. I can tell you, mate, I can cook anything. I'm sorry, but... Matt, I, could you I cook will... this? I love cooking, Ian. Yeah, you love it. doesn't mean you're good at it, Matt. I'm bloody brilliant at it, That's Ian. what you... Well, I'll tell you what. Cook something yeah. and then eat it and then tell me if it's any good or not because I'm not going to eat the food that you cook because <laughs> I bet it's disgusting. Uh. 
Hang on, he used to be a butcher. He knows his meats. Yeah, yeah. but butchers don't. Butchers are not cooks. They're butchers. They can oh, cut meat. Butchers can cook. They no, they you can't. A serving suggestion. You ask them how you could cook that. They'll tell you. How could you cook that? What? Stop swearing, Ian. What I'm showing you. She's swearing again. Yes. Thanks. Doing, thank you very much, Matt. I like Doctor Watts. He was great. Man of mystery. Yeah. Working at Marshalls. Justin Dealey. <laughs> it's Dealey, yeah. Justin Dealey. How you doing? He's got a car and a fake tan, <laughs> making love to ladies. Okay, mate, you're doing the Muppets now. Come on, for goodness sake. How can you not like... And I don't like Sean Connery. Oh, yeah, Sean Connery's the best. No, he's not. His films are boring. Yeah. His films are boring and it's dated and he looks rubbish and he's a really bad actor. No, he was hairy and sexy. He wasn't. (sighs) (sighs) Really, does Sean Connery... um, Yeah, then, not now. It was all about Roger Moore. I'm Roger Moore. No, no, no. And I'm going to shoot you. Too slick. I'm going to shoot you, Scaramanga. Can I just say, mate, I don't think you can have an opinion about any man being sexy or not if you wear pyjamas in bed. Wasn't hashtag, wearing, just say. Wasn't wearing, uh, hashtag wasn't wearing pyjamas last night. Hashtag uh, long johns. Oh, wow. Yeah. Willie Winky. Sexy guy. Sorry? Willie Winky. I don't know, Willie. <laughs> did you, though? Uh, yes, I did. I had my wee Willie Winky out. On. Out of the drawer, on the head. Justin. Yeah. Well, you're keeping quiet. That's unusual. Mm. Uh, you've took, you've taken uh, Bond to the streets. <laughs> yes, I have. Uh, the 24th uh, Bond film coming out. Some people very excited. Uh, the pictures are in the papers this morning of this new Bond car. Wow. It's got a special hood on this car. Uh, now, <laughs> I've taken this to the streets, asking people... Yeah, that, whether... pi- that picture had been doctored. Well, <laughs> those doctored annotations were in, an inaccurate. Yes. I want that car. Um, so I've taken it to the streets. You asked me to ask people bothered by Bond. Now, what I've done, I've put a bit of a twist on this for you. All right, you've disobeyed orders. Okay, interesting. Interesting, Mr Bond. I've gone local, vocal, I've gone European, and I've gone worldwide. Oh. So we're taking this one... Very interesting, Mr Bond. ...around the world. Unfortunately, you will not be around to see it, because in exactly five minutes, this whole building will be exploded. By that time, I will be on my private helicopter heading towards my top-secret island where I will take over the world. And with that, Mr Bond, I bid you goodbye. Wow. Just shoot him. Shoot him in the head. That's all you've got to do. Just shoot him and he'll be dead. Don't strap him to a laser that's going to slowly cut him up the ghoulies. (laughs) Shoot him. (laughs) Too bad, Um, Mr Bond. I'm going to execute you. And keep an eye on that woman. Yeah. So I'll take him to the streets. Oh, sorry, Josh. I forgot you were there. Asking people. (laughs) Bothered by Bond. Here's what happened. Taking it to the streets with J-Dog. Leo, you're from the Philippines. Yeah. Are you bothered by Bond? Yes, sir. Why? Um, James Bond is very fantastic and it's a nice movie. So who's your favourite Bond of all time, then? Uh, uh, Bruce Persnan. Bruce Persnan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good Bond, smooth. Uh, Daniel Craig, does, it, does he still work for you? Is he still a good James Bond? Yeah, he's, he's good also. He's good also, but I like Bruce Persnan. Thanks for your time. Yeah. Here's the view now from Pakistan. Sir, are you bothered with Bond? Sorry? Are you bothered about Bond, James Bond? No, what happened to him? What, what, I'm not bothered about him. Why, why is he? 
You used to be a footballer, yeah? Let's now get the view from Scotland. Madam, James Bond, are you bothered by James Bond? Am I bothered by Bond? No, 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 there was only one James Bond. Sean Connery, wasn't there? What about Daniel Craig, though? Come no, on, he's no, got it, hasn't no, he? No, 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 no. Here's something now from Austria. Sir, what's your name? My name is George. George, a very good morning to you. George, are you bothered with Bond? Are you a James Bond fan? Are you excited about the new movie? I'm not really a fan, but I know, of course, about the movies, and I'm excited that our Austrian superstar, Christoph Waltz, will be the villain in the new yeah. James Bond movie. Yeah, Fantastic. So excited for your own country. Yeah, of course I You're am. You're definitely going to go and watch it. Yeah, of course. And Daniel Craig? Do you think he's he's a proper James Bond? Is he the real McCoy for you? Uh, he's a proper James Bond. He's better than uh, the one before, but he'll never reach up to Sean Connery, I think. And finally, England. Are you bothered by Bond? Bothered by Bond? Yeah, James Bond, the new film. Bothered by... Uh, he, not, no, not really. Oh. No. Not them well, this. OK, thanks for your time. Cheers. Okay. Uh, uh, Bruce uh, Brosnan, Brosnan is my favourite Bond <laughs> as well. Bruce Brosnan. Bruce Brosnan. Yeah, very good. It was very, very good. Yeah. Um, how that, how can, right, James, James Bond. How can someone not know who James Bond is? Well, he thought he was a footballer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there may be a James Bond out there who plays football. I know there's a James Bond who lives in Boreham Wood, but uh, certainly James Bond, the footballer, not come across it. There was someone who uh, uh, tweeted something very amusing yesterday. All these people that think that James Bond is the best spy in the world forget that he's followed around by a film crew and uses his real name. That's really true. That's a really true fact. Man, listen, honestly, live and let die, you'd love it. You okay. would love it. And I, 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 you would love it. It's, it's... Yeah, but I'm worried at the same time. What about? C- can I open up here? Go on. If I watch a Bond film yeah. for the very first time, yeah. there's now going to be 24 of them. Yeah. So that then means that I could get a bit like Alan Partridge and get so yeah. obsessed that my life then is sitting down watching Bond films. I don't want to take that no. risk. I, I will tell you the, the, the ones to avoid. Sean Connery. <laughs> and no, I, he's good. And I'll tell you the ones to watch. A few of the Roger Moore ones and Goldeneye. OK. And that's, and that's it. I like that voodoo one. Is that Living and Living and Die! Grace Jones is in that. Is Terrifying. The, no, she's not, mate. She, Grace Jones is in A View to a Kill with Christopher Walken. That was supposed to be the first Timothy Dalton Bond movie, but he wasn't ready for it, so Roger Moore did it. He looks a bit too old. It's not a very nice. good film. Who nice. was in the voodoo one, then? That was uh, Yafat Moto. Oh, he was terrified. And Jane Seymour as the beautiful temptress. What done? Read the tarot cards. (laughs) Oh, it's good. Honestly, man, you'd love it. Just to say, I was hanging out with Grace earlier this year. Oh, for goodness sake. Thank thank you, Justin. Cheers. Bye-bye. That's it. That's your lot. Where's Dealey with me, Breckers? Can I ring him? Yeah, go on, quick. He He can crash the end of the pod. I bet he'll answer with a swear word or a slur. It's all right, I'll beep it. Here we go. No one say anything. At all. Yeah. This is a great way to end the podcast. Mm. Going out with a whimper. I'm at my wit's end. Welcome to leave a message. No one gets in trouble for leaving messages. No, you can leave any message you want. Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks, on FM, AM, digital radio and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. 